Today's episode is brought to you by me undies. Me undies are the undies that I have on me. Also today, we're brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is going to get those good meals delivered right to your home. Let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs. Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome to the episode of Gags and Grenda in the morning. I, what was that? Just, you know, I'm not even trying to guess. What was that supposed to be? I don't know. It was just me doing that. It wasn't supposed to be anything. Was it like you underwater? If you had to, if you had to like fill the imagination of the audience, right. what were you doing right there? You want me to tell you what I was actually doing? No, like uh, you know, magically. Uh, what was happening uh, in that scenario you created? Um, probably some sort of teleportation, but not very far away, like a ten foot teleportation. So you teleported either further or away from the microphone. Yes. Or were you doing multiple little micro teleportations, which is why it sounded like like what was what was happening? Yes. Great. All right. I'm glad we had the discussion. <laughs> um, what I was actually doing was I was holding my mustache and then going with my lip. Right. Yeah. I mean, as one does <laughs> when introducing a show. You're correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why I did it. it doesn't I, make any sense. I, that's why I, I I don't know either. That's why I asked. <laughs> um how's it going uh well it's going fine i uh this week was huge week for me i'm finally a homeowner oh. big time big time homeowner in final fantasy 14 baby my long this long national nightmare has ended <laughs> took me 270 days but i finally got one <laughs> we're, in, we're in there baby yeah video games um the intersection of doom once again rears its ugly head, but this time hilariously. So, <laughs> all right, hold on. I've been Can I've I been just... saving this story all week because it blew all my right. mind. We need to hold it. Everybody's they're they're hooked now. They can't leave. Okay, I want to go back one second. Like uh, everyone has been saying, like Jesse got his house. Jesse got his house, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know the process of getting a house, but I assume. It's, like, very difficult, so I just want to know. Originally, way back in the day, uh, and back in the day, I mean, before I played the game, the way it <laughs> right. worked in Final Fantasy XIV in order to get a house is there would be lots, and then you would uh, buy the lots whenever they become available. And so the mm. problem was is that people would, you know, if someone left the game and their house became available, there was a certain amount of time before you could click buy. So... A bunch of people would show up at the board and just start spinning. You know, it was like whoever could get it first. So it would be like a long, crazy wait. It was kind of the vibe of like old MMORPGs where you'd farm like a dragon. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, it's going to take 16 hours, but one of us is going to get it. That kind of thing. Yeah. And everyone hated it. It was Everyone <laughs> said it was the worst system. So the devs said, okay, we'll make a slightly less worse system, but one that still sucks, which is now every... Uh, it's like four days on, four days off, or maybe it's five days on, five, whatever the case may be. Every so many days, every available house becomes up for bidding, right? 
Right. And it's like, okay, so a small house is maybe three million, and a medium house is maybe twenty million, and a large house is I don't know fifty million, right? And are they just houses that go like abandoned or something? Uh, well, yeah. If you don't enter your house at least once every thirty days, you lose it. Oh, okay. I see. So sometimes they go abandoned. Sometimes people switch servers. Sometimes people quit. But lately, because there's so many people playing, they had to add a bunch of new houses. Oh. So, so this time around, they added multiple new wards of houses. So I, I think see. it was like 1,800 houses a server, something like that. A lot. Like a lot of, a lot yeah. of houses. When they made this new auction thing, basically it would be like you go up, you place a bid, and then it does a random roll and whoever wins, wins, right? Yeah. So that's kind of the vibe. And whenever this started, whenever they first, <laughs> this was sometime last year, whenever this started, they had a new area, like an entire new town you could, you could buy houses for. So I was like, this is it. I'm going to get my house. It's going to be amazing. And uh, I bid on a home that was, I was one of four people and I lost. I was like, all right, well, that sucks, but you know, I'll get it next time. And that was... 270 some days ago <laughs> I was like no And so what it is is you bid you wait a few days Then they reveal who won And that person has a few days to claim it Then the bidding starts again if anything But my server's so populated That um, eventually the, You know that first and second week All the houses were gone So right. when houses did come up It'd be two or three on the entire server And each one would have hundreds of people Bidding on it So the chances were very very low then they did a thing where they freed up a bunch of houses. And I was like, this is it. This is my time. And it was between me and one other dude. And I lost. And I was like, come on. <laughs> so this time they freed up a bunch, like so many that I waited. I was like, I'm playing smart. I'm going to wait to the last day. So I went around. And there's this one ward called Goblet, which is kind of like a desert theme. It's an oasis. And uh, it has a pool in the middle, and the pool just has a bunch of like random NPCs like flexing. It makes no sense. I love it. I love it. There's a there's like a bar in the middle of it, but there's a bunch of houses surrounding the pool, and one's next to a waterfall, and one you know it's a bunch of like great looking vistas. And I was like, this is where I want my home to be. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out which one has the least bids, and I'm gonna bid on that. So I went around and was looking at all the different wards that were open, trying to figure out what I wanted, and I ended up on this one ward. Uh, the 29th war, 29 of 30. That, that's, <laughs> and each one has, oh my God, 60, 50 possible slots, right? So yeah. this is how badly I've lost repeatedly. That's, there's so many chances I failed every time. <laughs> so this time I was like, I'm going to play it smart. I'm going to wait till the end. So it's Thursday, the last day to put your bid in. Uh, results will be posted Friday. I'm like, all right, I got this. But. I don't want to forget because, you know, I, I, I'll I forget stuff because that, like, undiagnosed ADHD, which I definitely have. <laughs> I was like, okay, so I'm going to – it's like noonish. I'm going to bid. And so I put in a bid. And uh, it was for a house that I didn't necessarily think I was going to want originally because I wanted a small house. I don't have – you know, it's just a video game. I don't really right. give a shit. I wanted a small house. But – in the ward I went to, there were zero bids on a medium in a prime location right in front of the pool with, like, some dude flexing out front. I was like, I need this home. I need this. There's, like, cat girls swimming. I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> so I put a bid in. I'm the one, I'm one bid. And then later in the day, doing my thing. And I kind of want to go back. I'm thinking, ah, I got to go look. Did anyone else bid? You know, I'm getting worried because it seems so lucky. So I go back, 
and there's a little tiny character standing on the placard. <laughs> I walk up and I'm like, hey, did you bid? And I click bid and there's a ton of bids on this property. I'm like, what? He's like, oh yeah, my entire free company and I are bidding on this and whoever wins it, we're going to put our free company here. And I was like, cool. <laughs> so the guy's like, well, what did you bid on? I was like, oh, just another property around here. Nothing. <laughs> Good luck to you. And I like walked away really depressed. I was, my tweets were just like, well, I'm going to lose because there's no way one, yeah. an entire team is bidding on this. There's no way. Uh, Friday rolls around. I'm like, all right, everyone, let's do this. Meanwhile, I'm getting messages from other people playing the game that are losing their minds. Cause like, I got home. I got home. I'm like, cool. Yeah. So that's great. Thanks. I'm ready. At this point, I was 0 for 27, 0 for 28, something like that. I had a lot of losses. And so I was like, all right, let's, let's get this over with. Chat's losing their mind. They're like, you can do this. I click on it, and it's like winning bid, number one. I was like, what? That's me. So I won a medium house. And uh, I will say, I didn't realize Endgame was actually owning a home. Because, bro, I bought that. I started the stream at noon, got the house. I was like, oh, my God, I can decorate now. It was nine hours later, and I didn't even know it. It took someone in chat saying, he's still been going. And I looked at the time. I was like, it, <laughs> hours vanished. <laughs> I had not moved from this seat. I didn't eat dinner. I think I had like one water the entire I was lost in a world of like, I can decorate. Oh, I can have NPCs live in my home. I was losing my mind. I was going crazy. I was like, this is a, oh, look at the trees I can plant outside. And everyone was like, it's so nice. You're so happy uh, doing this. I was like, I am very happy. I've never, this is the happiest I've been in a video game. I'm like, whoa, I can make a secret entrance way in the library doors. Oh yeah. I was, I was, I was in it. I was feeling things. I realized this is the problem. This is why I probably can't own a home because if I did, I would buy stuff to fill the home rather than it be stuff that I like the thing I bought things to fill the space. Like yeah. the basement of my home is like a bar and grill. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> screw it. Let's put a stage and like people can perform. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> and then I then I looked at it, it was like, it's good. But I've seen videos, and if you want to get really messed up, just go like to YouTube at some point and look up Final Fantasy 14 housing tour, right? right? And you'll see some of the most, like they look like modern day apartments. <laughs> People, I don't know how, like you have to, you can float objects and like mod things, you can make things look certain ways based on angles and change lighting and put one thing behind another. The levels of creativity, like you can make a TV in the game if you get it right. <laughs> I was like, ah. First off, canonically, why would you? I mean, like, there's no TV. Yeah. But also, <laughs> you made a TV in game. How did you do that? There's yeah, some what the shit? incredible things. If you just look them up, there are photos. You can see people's homes. People make nightclubs and people make, like, uh, fun. One I saw one guy made a vampire themed bar. I'm like, shut <laughs> up. How did, and it looks better than, like, real bars. Like, they clearly spent time oh, making yeah. it look incredible. And you're just like, I want that. So now I want that. And I want to get uh, someone who's like really skilled to come and like, you know, remodel my home. Yeah. Then I'll make a video about it and I'll be like, move that bus. 
<laughs> and then we'll move on to my home. Yeah. Move that bus. Yeah, so I mean, that's it. It's like a, just a weird additional thing they put in the game. But I will say, I've always been a fan of, of housing like, right. in every game. I think it's fun to like put your trophies on walls and like yeah. to show off your stuff. It, it always upset me that WoW never did that. And the, way, the one time they did do that was in the garrisons. And the garrisons yep. were like, whatever. They um, sure were. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you and I playing. We couldn't even get the garrison because the damn thing was so laggy. <laughs> we couldn't put our flags down. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> but like, it's 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 fun, and um, it was unexpected. I didn't think I would win. I didn't know I was. I only wanted it just like when I go to a convention. And I like want to get a T-shirt. I just want to get it so I can get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, didn't need. I didn't necessarily need a house. But now I have a house, and I'm like, oh, boy, I have so much stuff to put in here. Oh, people kept giving me things. I was like, oh, I got to find, find a place for this. <laughs> yeah. So now that's – I think that's I think that's my life now is just Jesse Cox, video game housing stream guy. I mean, yeah, yeah you got your own HGTV Final Fantasy channel you can make. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is that everyone else is way – like mine, I felt like, oh, I did some good things. Nah. Nah, I've seen what good looks like. Good is, like, <laughs> impressive. So <laughs> – now back to the traffic story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, on the intersection, yeah. As usual, stuck at the red light. There is no turn on right at this intersection. You can't turn right, so you just have to sit there and wait. All right. And while I'm waiting, there's this crosswalk, and you know it's it's kind of near a touristy area. Like I said, there's the hotels and everything nearby. Yeah. So people are always walking across the crosswalk, and I'm always just people watching. This time. There was a man and a giant husky and his wife, and they're pushing a baby carriage. And the baby carriage underneath it has all these blankets, and there's little toys hanging down. And, uh, you know, they're having a conversation, and the mom is kind of like like messing with the baby. And the dad is trying to keep the husky from walking in the street. And then as the light turns green, I go to turn. Because I'm waiting to see if they're gonna which way they're going to cross. Right. So, you know, I don't want to hit the kid. Yeah. I look in the 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 pram slash baby stroller. Another littler dog, dude. Another <laughs> little. They were walking one dog and had another dog and a baby carriage. <laughs> and it like I don't. It took me a minister, like a, a minister, took me a minute to register, <laughs> which I guess is a minister. Yeah, it took me a minute to register what was happening. <laughs> but I just watched this lady talk to this dog. And give it a bottle <laughs> like it was a baby, but it was clearly a small pet. <laughs> yeah. Chalk another one up to the intersection. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, this week I was watching a doc. Don't even ask me why. I was watching like a YouTube documentary about Tabasco sauce. All right. I want to ask why. There's no reason. I just saw it and was like, huh, okay, click. And apparently... It takes from vine to bottle three years. What? I know. That made me appreciate it way more. I was like, whoa. Damn, that's crazy. Is that, that little sauce? And they're like, yeah, it has to ferment for three years in a barrel with salt on top of the barrel. I mean, what is it made out of? Uh, it's made out of peppers. Just like they pick specifically a certain color red pepper that they right. have to wait until it's a... Uh, like a little, like a petite rouge or whatever it is. And then they uh, pick them and then they mash them into like a 
paste with the seeds and everything, put that stuff in a like wood barrel, cap the wood barrel, torch the outside, put salt on it and let it sit for three years. And I guess the fermentation, it like hardens the salt up top with the liquid. And then after three years, they pop that thing off, open it up. They, it no longer smells um, like, uh, you know, peppery. It smells fragrant, they say. I don't know. And then they take it and put it through like 15 other mashers. And then they put it in a still and they don't cook it. They just let the vinegar um, like cure it. And then when it's done, uh, they then strain out all the seeds and stuff. And then like a lady tastes it and she eats it on a cracker or she has ice cream bars to kill the taste. <laughs> and then they, then they bottle it. If she says it's good, they bottle it. That's huh. what I learned. It takes three years. I had no clue. That's actually really cool. I didn't even. That's what I'm saying. I, I thought Tabasco sauce was like a mixture of like peppers and stuff. I didn't know it was an actual Tabasco pepper. Yeah, they straight up just like make it and it's delicious. And I just bought some extra, extra hot. I never knew they made that. Love it. Love it. Had it oh. on my uh, my my eggs today. Huh. Tonight, today I made some, uh, whatchamacallit, eggs. I, uh, egg whites with feta cheese and uh, spinach. And then I put some extra hot Tabasco on it. Wowee. Look at that. I know. It was great. That's, uh, I don't know why I didn't realize it was a Tabasco pepper. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's one of those things where you think it's probably named after it or something. Yeah, I think it like was that. like a brand name. Like, oh, this is Tabasco sauce. Like, it's made by Tabasco, who mixes together a bunch of hot peppers or something. That's what I thought. But that no, does check it's, out. It's uh, yeah, very specific sauce. Like, it's not the thing is about Tabasco is it's not a like a hot sauce. It's a pepper sauce. Yeah. Like a hot sauce is different. Like a hot sauce is. Something entirely separate, and there's plenty of great hot sauces out there. But they, Tabasco is like, I wouldn't put Tabasco on like my chicken wings, for example, right? Like, right. It, it's like a, it is a very specific. Eggs, hell yeah. Some some types of Mexican food, hell yeah. Pizza, hell yeah. Like the, you know, there's different things I put it on, but I wouldn't put it on like uh, you know, chicken, for example. It might be good on chicken. I don't know. I need them like a more substantial, thicker sauce. I see. Okay. I get it. <laughs> very. I'm very particular about my hot sauces. <laughs> I made a bunch How of chicken this week with uh, Nando sauce. Ooh. Do love Nando Real sauce. Bad. Love Nando's. How uh how do you find these things? Like are you on YouTube? homepage and it just pops up or how, how do you find yes it? absolutely that's 100 because i will not lie sometimes at the office if i'm eating lunch i will go to youtube and type in like i don't know chopped or diners driving the dives and they usually have like 15 20 minute clips and i'll watch that while i'm eating a sandwich or whatever and so i think it propagates my homepage with other things similar to that yeah so like right now i just went to my homepage and what goes into feeding an NFL team is one of the first things I see. I also see Guy Fieri eats the cheesy Mac Attack burger in Boston. <laughs> then I see uh, barbecue sauce four ways is one. But I also have I love I love my YouTube. My YouTube is amazing. It's Guy Fieri eats cheesy Mac, making homemade barbecue sauce. <laughs> what lies beyond our solar system? Long episode. A Final <laughs> Fantasy music track. A how Brendan Fraser escaped Hollywood's blacklist. Omen, the Elden Ring lore, dung eater, and the Omen curse. 
<laughs> the Last of Us HBO explanation? Unneeded, but thanks for offering. Um, <laughs> Invincible Season 2 trailer. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme. Everything great about Shang-Chi. A, a song called Mint Jams from 1982. Hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> Vice World News turning Cuban street food into a restaurant empire. ASMR Luna Bloom reading you bedtime stories. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Luna Bloom again. Hell yeah. She's, she's, she's going to show up there eventually. Uh, best of Co-Optional Podcast is still there. Classic. Classic. Uh, <laughs> original Istanbul Baklava or Baklava or Baklava, whatever you want to call it. Uh, love that. Um, one Orc versus Seven Computers 4K. <laughs> Don't know what that means. It looks like Warcraft 2. <laughs> sure. How it's made. Cheese graters. Every joke swap in one video. SNL. Uh, the history of mac and cheese, a long expected review of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Uh, yeah, this is like, like, so, so bizarre. Let My me, entire uh, feed is just like, yeah, that's it. Let me give you mine. All right. We've got, it's 2005 and you find a bow. <laughs> We've got full yeah. machinarium OST. Nice. We've got Aaron Rodgers tells Pat McAfee about something. Yeah. We got how to fix a pinched nerve in the neck. That sounds like you. <laughs> We've got Lumineth, Realm Lords, Castle, Age of Sigmar, Army, something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've got Into the Wild, Slow Down, an Overactive Mind, Calm with some frogs, and it's a live stream. Love that. Yeah. Uh, we have Coffee Morning Lo-Fi. Nice, yeah. love that. <laughs> Age of Empires 2 HD full soundtrack. <laughs> I uh, love that. Have <laughs> the report of the week. Did Little Caesars release the best fast food pizza? Did they? Great question. We have Video Game Donkey, The Stanley's Parable. Yep. And uh, let's see, that's pretty much the main stuff I see. So that's that's my... Hey, there's a Cox and Crendor Pele. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Look at that. Wow. Yeah, I keep I keep scrolling down trying to see like what the vibe is. It starts to get a little out there. Like you know, five street fighter shortcuts that don't teach you anything. Uh someone reacting to Final Fantasy X for some reason. <laughs> the complete MCU recapped, I guess. Sure. Uh <laughs> therapist reacts to Grave of the Fireflies. That therapist is gonna need a therapist seeing that movie. Um <laughs> $120 water? <sighs> Boy. Yours sounds way cooler than mine. Mine is just like... I don't do a lot of actual YouTube watching, so my algorithm's a little wacky. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's mostly it's mostly related to like weird food things. Like $2 burgers in Harlem. Which, by the way, having watched that video is awesome. That dude's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's, yeah, you see, the I think the YouTube algorithm's actually pretty good at finding what you want to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where you don't expect it. There's been a lot of times where I've seen a video, been like, what the hell is this? Why is this here? Clicked it and been like, yo, okay, and really enjoyed it. And then I look at the comments, and all the comments are like, algorithm brought me here. I'm like, oh, oh okay. I guess it's the thing that happens frequently. I'm kind of curious. Because I always hear this with the algorithm, with the, uh, they're like, you need to use the community tab and do polls and stuff. And I see other people doing polls, and occasionally I will put up some polls, such as 
four weeks ago, I said, do you have a fireplace in your house? That was after I released Pointless Top 10 Fireplaces, of course. Well, of course. Of uh, course. <laughs> and... Uh, 29% said yes, 33% said no, and 38% said, is this another promotional poll for pointless top 10 fireplaces? Uh, they get it. They know what's up. They get it. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Do you do polls? Do you do those things? I don't even know if it matters. I just heard some guy say it matters. I don't do them, but I know that my team from time to time will put a poll up. Although, ah, maybe they're not polls. Maybe it's just a, a post. I know the last time I saw one was in December, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't really manage that stuff. I probably should. <laughs> I feel like it can't hurt. I mean, I try to make them dumb and goofy. There's so many features on YouTube now between shorts. Yeah. And, and now they want to monetize shorts. So I'm not even sure what that looks like. Because, like, yeah. how do you sit through an ad to get to a 15-second clip? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, how can yeah. you justify that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, But, I mean, yeah, it happens. People watch... 20 second videos with like ads on it on YouTube. So I guess technically, but it does feel like it's a waste. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. I mean, look, if you want to watch it and then they want to pay me, I'll do it. But like, it doesn't <laughs> make it right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if it's a really good short, maybe, you know, it's like top, top, top club. But even then I feel like shorts are just a thing you use to promote other videos. Maybe not anymore. I don't know. I, I feel like they're trying to pull people from TikTok because TikTok doesn't pay you. The only way you get right. paid on TikTok is through brand stuff. And if you yeah. want to come to YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Jesus, what is <laughs> happening to me? <laughs> if you want to come to YouTube, you have to uh, make sure that all of your videos don't have any branding at all for anything else besides YouTube stuff. Yeah. And if you do that, though, then you can... Um, I guess get money. I don't know what the rules are, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know either. I just kind of, you know, I'm like, this seems like it'd be good. So I just do it. What else did we get up to? Oh, we watched uh, we watched Nick Cage. We watched the two Nick Cage movies. Oh, yes. I think I blocked those out of my mind. Would you like to tell the audience what they were? Uh, Yeah, so they were bad. First one was Nick Cage is a cop. Almost to retirement, as you would imagine. Um, and he is, his, his son-in-law is also a cop and he's going to have a baby because yeah, yeah, Nikita's daughter is pregnant and she's like, I'm having a baby. And then they like, <laughs> that's a thing. So let's be very clear about this. The opening of the movie, the premise of the movie is cop, partner, and ride along. Discover an armed robbery in progress. That's the plot. The opening of the movie features like a banker in Afghanistan on a construction site attempting to smuggle money to various accounts and then four armed mercenaries show up and kill a lot of people <laughs> yeah. and then are like, where's all the money? And he's like, I put it in different accounts. And he's like, okay, well, give us one of them. Which is wild. Yep. Why not all of them? They're like, give us one. He's like, okay, there's a million dollars in Chesterford, the first U.S. bank of Chesterford, which apparently is like the whitest community in all of Boston. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't, Ch go to Chesterford. And then the movie begins. That's 28 minutes, yeah. I think. It could have been a, like, a movie in itself. 
This movie is an hour and it's like an hour twenty-seven and minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> wait, uh, there's like literally by the time we get to Nick Cage, there's an hour left in the film. Yeah, like <laughs> I was like, wait, what is this movie? Anyway, sorry, please continue. Um. So yeah, that happens, and then uh, there's this kid who's getting bullied by uh. These kids. So this black kid's getting bullied by these three white kids, and then the principal walks in. He's like, "What's going on here?" And then he ends up he punches one of the white kids. And he falls over, and they're like, "This kid's crazy." But really, he's just defending himself because he's getting he's getting bullied. And then the principal's office, they're just like, "Your son's gotta learn some lessons." The mom's just like, "What?" And then they're like, "He's gonna go right along in a cop car <laughs> for some reason." I don't know. <laughs> to learn to learn his lesson, yeah. apparently, I guess is the thing. Yeah. So they're like, okay. So he goes to the cop car, and in surprise, it's Nick Cage and his son-in-law. Or whatever. <laughs> and they're yeah, just which, like, by the way, I couldn't get over the fact that Nick Cage. Why the police would put the son-in-law in the same cop car with the fu- it makes no like you wouldn't do that. I don't think. Like, what if they yeah. both died? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think you'd do that. But you know, here we are. You know, uh, you know. <laughs> listen, we just spent like 28 minutes in Afghanistan, all right? And now we're in Chesterford, Boston, or whatever. It was. I get you. No rules, dude. No, no rules. rules. Just right. So then they're driving around, and then they go to a gas station, and then Nick Cage and his son in law are like, hey, we got to see what's going on here. And they start picking on some like dude that stole cigarettes, and he's just sitting there. Yep. And then they're like, this is a, <laughs> we got to arrest him. And then the, they really do. Do like a five minute scene where they arrest a guy who stole cigarettes and like pull gun pull guns yeah, on they like him. pull their guns. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, oh, I almost forgot. They introduced uh, another character who like owns the bank and it's his anniversary. Yes, or, or and, whatever. And she was like, you know, he it was basically said, "I'll see you." T-. He had, by the way, he had a great voice. By the way, he was like, "I'll see you tonight, doll." He's like James. I've Earl got Jones. to go run the bank. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, we also learned about eighteen other cops. Oh yeah, we were given so many cops. names. We met the we met the boy's mom. We learned the boy is special for some reason, undetermined why. Yeah, I don't like. I at first I was like, oh well, maybe it's like a racism thing, but no. And I was like, oh maybe he's like gay. And no, I think he just had the high technical aptitude. <laughs> like, I think he's just nerdy. At one point in the movie. Yeah, at one point, the, at one point in the movie, the kid pulls a battery out the back of a doll and he uses it to charge his phone to make a phone call. Which I still I, don't get, but <laughs> I'm I pretty guess. sure I think is this the only thing you figure out is maybe this kid is like a first generation mutant. He's got. Like, I don't know why X-Men. people. Yeah, he's like people just I'm different, so they treat me terribly. I'm like if, in what way? <laughs> this movie would have gone up like at least four points for me if uh, Professor X showed up. Uh, at the end of it, and he was like, "Do you wish to join the X Men?" And he was like, "Yeah, you know." Admittedly, agreed. I would, I would have loved that. Yeah. yeah. There's a this movie has <laughs> a lot that doesn't make sense. I'll be, I'll be real honest. Yeah. Um. Then there was uh, that other cop that you said looked like uh, Salma. What's her name? Salma. Oh, oh my God! Totally ha- forgot. Salma Hayek. No, Salma Blair. There's a um, oh, Salma Blair. There's a woman in this movie. Who works for Interpol? But again, this is an hour 27, 27 minute movie, and it has like thirty characters, thirty main characters. Uh, this woman works for Interpol, 
And she, the best way to describe her is she, from the nose up, or I guess like from the mid nose up, she looks like Ava Green. She has like Ava Green eyes. But from the nose down, she looks like Selma Blair. And it was blowing my mind because there was clearly a dividing line <laughs> in her face. It was very like, it was bizarre, dude. <laughs> that yeah, was and pretty she's crazy. Trying to track down the four mercenaries. And really, if anything, should have been the main character. But instead, we have Nick Cage and his son in law and the kid they're joyriding with. Yes. Uh, so, anyway, we learn all this stuff. And then the guys robbing the bank, they go to rob the bank. So they blow up some cafe. Uh, oh, which, which, by the way. When the movie starts, the cafe scene, the dude with the beard. So there's four villains. Beard guy, dude who's Nick Cage's son, guy who's trying to sound like uh, Cassie Nandor, and then other guy. And Crendor said, one dude looks like uh, he, he plays vanilla World of Warcraft. Yeah, one dude and, looks like an undead guys warrior in vanilla WoW. The other guy looked one like guy he was played Warhammer. Yeah, um, one guy was a dwarf in a war... Uh, uh, like, like the Hobbit, like straight out of the like Hobbit, a Hobbit yeah. dwarf, like from the movie The Hobbit, and then uh, right. and the other guy looked like he played Tao, in like yes. Warhammer. Yeah, he was a Warhammer player who played Tao. <laughs> it was, it was genuinely hilarious. And like definitely see, like, the type of guy who go to tournaments and be like, "Oh, uh, I moved ten inches," but he'd like shove his model like an extra little inch, like, "Oh, sorry, I bumped it," like that type of guy, you know. Or like maybe I, I, he rolls I, I, five I dice. He rolls like a one, two, three, four, five, and he changes the one to a two real quick, like that type of guy. Like, oh, I didn't roll any ones. This dude, uh, I, I don't know if there are any leaders. I don't know how. <laughs> there's the bearded guy goes to a diner, puts a C4 explosive under his table, walks out. The diner is across the street from the uh, bank that they're gonna rob. And I was like, oh, that's a, you know, he's going to do a thing to like blow up the, whatever. Instead, when the explosion goes off, it's like in another city? And the cafe that he was in is still standing next to the bank. Uh, dude, I have no, I have no clue <laughs> what was going on. There are scenes, there's one scene where a woman, is, she sees the bank robbery in progress and she goes to run and runs into the bank. <laughs> She runs away from the gunman into the bank. Yeah. There's like imagine there's a scene you're later. walking up to a bank and a bunch of people are running up to it with guns and military grade equipment and you just run into the bank instead of like running away. The the there's a scene later where a guy puts a bomb in one of the bank tellers pockets. And that marches them all outside. Oh, God. And the woman's like, Officer, there's a bomb in my coat. And he pulls it out, looks at it, realizes it's a bomb. Instead of throwing it, runs away with it and explodes. Yeah, we're like, throw it. Throw it. Like, he's got a good seven seconds to throw it. And he just, like, holds on to it. And he's like, bah, 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 And then it just explodes. I'm there is, there is so much wrong with this entire movie. <laughs> Everything about it, there's so much wrong. I can't even with it. It's <laughs> so, Boy. really, after all this happens, big shootout at the bank. Uh, Nick Cage's son-in-law gets shot, which you knew was going to happen because earlier in the movie, she's like, I'm worried that today, after figuring out or learning that we're having a baby, that 
something bad's gonna happen to you and he's like listen like i gotta do what i gotta do i'm a cop there you know it's like a cop in like the most suburban area with like you know there's probably like out there like some dude driving a golf cart around they pulled like guns on a man who stole cigarettes let's just like yeah. that's the city we're in gertrude's like sitting there with binoculars like i think i saw some kids on my lawn like that type of thing right yeah so it's like he's like whatever but then this bank thing happens so he gets shot in the leg and then there, the the kid. I don't even remember anyone's name in this movie. The kid, the kid who's like riding with him has to like wrap his wound up. So not only did he get bullied and then had to make like you know go in a cop car. Now he's like seeing someone die and has to like try to save their life. He's got like post traumatic stress from this. And then there's there's literally a scene where he films. He wastes the remainder of his battery filming the cop say he's gonna die to his wife. And that goes nowhere. Yeah. Literally. He, he's fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone's he's like, fine. He's like, baby, I just want to say to my little boy, I'm so sorry. You had, this is all you're going to get to your daddy. I'm like, what the? What? <laughs> he got shot in the leg. <laughs> Me, but, by the way, when the explosion went off downtown, they the reason why this this uh, there was no one there to stop the bank robbers is because every cop in the city went to the explosion and all the SWAT was there and they set up like sniper rifles on the roof for what purpose dude yeah. for what purpose and they uh, nobody could hit the, the the bank robbers like nobody could hit the oh, bank that's robbers right. it was like they were standing in the middle of the window i was like dude i could have in pub g if i stood in the window i'd get shot but these like trained there professionals was a firefight yeah like no what? one could do it. That was amazing. That was amazing. And then there was like a huge firefight. One of the bank robbers got shot. The other one's like in the bank, like with the hostages. I'm like, there's like two guys shooting at him. How are two guys putting up this big of a fight against like over 10 police officers shooting back? Like it, it made no sense. Even if you're bad at aiming, I figure you could hit the dude in the blinds that pops out. All right. And, and <laughs> I mean, it was like Game of Thrones putting the trebuchets in the front of the army tier, you know? Yes. Yeah, no, 100% uh, uh, agreed. Yeah. Is. So anyway, the at the end of the movie, they're they're fine. Everybody's fine. The cop guys fine. Kids fine. He They're all fine. That's it. Yeah. Everyone that's, in that's the That's how end, it ends. Everyone fine. And I was just like Okay, cool. Yep. The bad guys <laughs> killed so e like when the bad guys finally leave the bank, like their their plan is put a bomb on the hostages then make a run for it. Yeah. Within 30 seconds of them leaving the bank, they're all shot dead. <laughs> yep. It was genuinely one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Not even like Nick Cage funny good, just like Bad, bad from start to finish. Yeah, just just bad. Not good. Pacing terrible. Character development terrible. Just everything was terrible. Everything. So everything. then we were like, all right, we got to move on. We got to watch something else. So then there was, uh, what was that movie called? The Humanity Bureau. Yeah, I think Humanity is Bureau. All right, so Humanity Bureau still not good, but slightly better. It was a it was an adequate Nick Cage film. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, this one, the world, the global warming's hit. Uh, water, the lakes are gone. There's no lakes. 
The roads are gone. They evaporated. Um, yeah, roads, lakes, all of it's gone, except there's plenty of snow, and the oceans are there, and Canada, I guess, has lakes. Yeah. Um, so they're like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't even remember how this movie started, honestly. I just remember you get to the farmhouse with Nick Cage, he arrives at this farmhouse, and there's this mom and her kid, and the kid is like, he's this weird kid that's like... Keeps trying to get Nick Cage to bang his mom. Yeah, he's happened. like, my mom's so I, I, pretty, isn't she? <laughs> and he's like, huh? Here, so the, the, the plot of this is that in 2030, <laughs> the America, I guess, had a civil war. And in the post-Civil War, there's not enough food and water and stuff to go around. And if you can't take care of yourself, they ship you off to New Eden, which is secretly a crematorium where they just kill you. Right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, the, that's the whole movie, whole concept. That is it. The rest of the movie is superfluous nonsense. <laughs> but that's, like, the subplot of this film. Yeah. And in the beginning, Nick Cage goes and he meets with a guy who I guess was the former governor of Colorado. And he's and, and he Nick looks Cage like, is like you gotta go to New Eden, man. And he looks like and if this, Jeff Bezos had a kid with like Voldemort. Like that's what he oh, looks like. Oh no, that's like. the villain. That's the villain looks like Jeff yeah, Bezos. The, vil the, the villain. Yeah. The 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 guy he meets that's the governor is like an old man, and they have a shootout, and he's like, You'll never take me to New Eden. And that's when he discovers a hint, I guess, about how New Eden is fake. Oh yeah. And it looks really and so he sees that, and then his next person victim whatever the next person oh yeah goes. that guy had he, a, he had a shotgun and he had a poster it said make america great yeah <laughs> not period. again just make it great <laughs> and a photo of him with donald trump sitting together <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah that's right <laughs> which which was hard it made it made trying to put the timeline of this film we learned in this film that trump was clearly president well said so this took place in 2030 yes this is 2030 mm -hmm. trump was president so that still would have been at least until 2020, right? Right. But they stopped making all cars 30 years ago. So in the year 2000, no cars were being made. Yeah, even though they were. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things about like it was both our reality and not our reality. Like it was, it was. It's a very bizarre film that I thought the point of the movie was that because it was made in 2017, it was oh. These are people who are upset that Trump won and they're afraid this is the future, right? Mm. But then all the reviews you read online were like, this is the future the liberals want. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I guess it's open to interpretation. Who knew? Uh, and so then he gets information that the Humanity Bureau isn't a good place. And he goes out to a farm to go check in on some people and then Kretner take it away. Uh... Then the people I just talked about are there, the kid and the mom. They're drinking piss. Um, <laughs> That's right. Everyone drinks piss. Everyone drinks piss. I'm surprised Bear Grylls wasn't in this movie. Uh, but they're like, it's lemonade. But y y you know. You know. Um, and then you the know. kid's just like, yeah, my mom's pretty. And then Nick Cage is like, I got, yeah. I got she yeah. was, though. Admittedly, yeah. she was cute. Um, and then... Uh, they leave the house to go to Canada. All of them flee to Canada. And that's that's really the journey here is they all flee to Canada. While being chased by evil Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and his Jeff Bezos guy's in his swimming pool being like, ah, 
water, the lost art of swimming. <laughs> right. Right. Because again, there's no water. Yeah, there's Yet no everyone water. has water to sell. But everyone, for some reason, everyone's got water, but there's doing, no water. Yeah, there's no water, but everyone's got water. They're selling water. They all look hydrated and like well fed, even though I guess the economy's in shambles and nobody's got food or water. But I guess maybe there's they're just clearly adapted. snow on the ground. Yeah, yeah, there's snow on the ground. They're like, it's nuclear snow. I can't drink that. Like, <laughs> Don't oh, eat okay. it. Um, yeah. So they go on this big journey. They run into a guy. It's like at a gas station that for some reason, after talking to him, he's like, give us gas. We're out. <laughs> and then the guy's like, uh, are you a good family man? <laughs> and then Nick Cage is like, yeah. And then the guy's like, all right. And then he like rams his car into the Jeff Bezos car so that Nick Cage and his family get away. The best part of that scene is as he's revving up to to, to slam his car into the Jeff Bezos' car. In the background is an echoey, ethereal version of Amazing Grace. It makes no sense, dude. None. <laughs> yeah, that was... And he slams into him. Actually, he misses Jeff Bezos' car and hits the other car. Oh, yeah, that's what like it was. The, like, and so then Jeff Bezos is like, damn! Come on, let's keep going. They completely ignore their friends. Yeah, so that was uh, something that happened. Um, and then <laughs> there was, uh, God, what else? There was, uh, I don't remember what happened after that. It gives, well, uh, they ended up going, their, their goal was to get to Canada. Right. And then on the way to Canada, they met a former Nazi, like some guy named Adolf and his two kids, question mark. I think they were Canadians. And, I mean, they but, were definitely still in America. And it, <laughs> he said, the guy said, I was visiting from Germany when everything went down. And as you can see, this is how it turned out or something like that. So he's stuck in America. Right. Living in the mountains with two kids, I guess. Yeah. And then he gives them iodine tablets and, and directions on how to get north past the nuclear wasteland. Yeah. And then they keep going north and uh, getting like another wacky shootout with the uh, bad guys. Hmm. And then find the border and discover that all the nuclear horror stories were lies concocted by the government yeah. and they did that thing that was like you don't have to build a real wall if you make people think that it's you know radiated and that's how they you know that like yeah. fear is the wall they've built or whatever line they yeah. said <laughs> and then they make it across the border but Jeff Bezos and gang chase them over and uh for some reason, like they stopped running. I don't know. They were they had a lead on them. Yeah, but I guess they, they just stopped stop. running. You turn around. <laughs> Jeff Bezos immediately kills the mom. Just immediately yeah. kills her. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And Nick Cage is like, let the boy go. You could have me instead. And so they let the boy go, and he runs off. <laughs> and then they kill Nick Cage. Yeah. They just pop him in the head too, and then the boy runs back to the bot. And they end up giving, like, the boy gives the bad guys the chip that is all the secret information about uh, this, this you know, yeah. government conspiracy. Only for it to turn out that it's an empty file. And they're like, we're going to kill this kid now. And then out of nowhere, the Canadians arrive <laughs> and murder Jeff Bezos and friends. Yeah. Except, I guess, for the one, the one guy who was kind of like the okay bad guy. He was like a friendly bad guy. Yeah. He, he gets to live. Um, but... I guess the Canadians were waiting for the boy, and the boy is also Nick Cage's son, and 
to, the boy has all the information to like really uncover the truth about what's going on in America, and then there's a revolution, I guess, at the end, and that's like it is terrible. <laughs> it's yeah. a terrible movie. It was terrible, but it had more goofy moments. So that's kind of yes. that's kind of what made it slightly better, but still terrible. Like still, still just... <laughs> truly terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so overall, great experience. <laughs> yeah, overall, two uh, Nick Cage movies. What's messed up is I think out of all the ones we watch, those are the two worst ones. Yeah, back to we've back. seen a lot of bad Nick Cage movies, but like funny bad. Yeah, but those were bad. They bad. were bad. Yeah. Um, but you know, we this is what happens. Sometimes you just you gotta you gotta watch those. You know, they make you appreciate the other ones. Yeah, I just realized. Uh, it's almost been an hour. <laughs> sure has. <laughs> so well, that's well. We definitely need to do our ads, or else we're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> we're yep. too busy talking about Nick Cage. Yeah. See, time flies when you bring up Warcraft housing. It sure Wait, does. Final Fantasy housing. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was Warcraft housing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what else I wish? Whoa. I wish. That I had some more me undies because oh my goodness, it's like housing for your butt is what it is. Yeah. You ever get that that feeling when like you know your crush texts you, or I don't know you like make some eye contact with that cute barista at the local coffee shop, or you know what like you know something something lovely and fun because Valentine's Day's on the way. And let me tell you, with the new limited edition me undie Valentine's Day collection, you're gonna you're gonna heat up your love life. Trust me. Because you can get your V-Day MeUndies and 20% off your first purchase. All you got to do is go to MeUndies.com slash Crendor. It's It's that simple. MeUndies are undies that I have worn for (laughs) 10 years at this point. It's been so long, dude. It's been a long time. And I have so many different varieties. All of them so like goofy and wacky, and I love them. Uh, you know, I also have some boring ones. I got ones that are like maroon, you know. <laughs> but I also have, you know, I got ones that got like skulls on them, and ones that got like uh, gold doubloons, and I have some that have mushrooms. I think uh, back in the day when we used to do the old podcast, like years and years ago, when we didn't have sponsors, we used to be like, man, if only we had a me undie sponsor. <laughs> and now we do. Now we do. Yeah, it's our longest sponsor. Yeah, uh, for good reason. All y'all out there, you keep messaging us, you keep messaging them, letting them know how much you like them. They're great. They're wonderful. And now, for Valentine's Day, you can get one for both yourself, for a loved one, right? Be Maybe the loved one is yourself. That's two pairs. Ooh. That's a steal right there. It's so comfortable. Micro-modal magic. However it works, I don't know. <laughs> but hey, they're available in sizes extra small to 4XL. they got something for Everyone to fall in love with, not just undies. Check them out. Please go to meundies.com slash crendor. That's me. To get 20% off your first order, free U.S. shipping, and to chat with their incredible cheek squad about any questions or sizing concerns. Once again, go to meundies.com slash crendor. That's me. Also today, if you're trying to eat healthy, my goodness, HelloFresh is the way to go. If you want farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep, skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make cooking at home easy and fun and more importantly, affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I know that we have been using, again, HelloFresh has been with us for a long time. And every time I get a new box, 
every time I'm just like, I'm about to make something good. And what's great is because it's a recipe you're making, everyone has their own preferences. Everyone has things they love or don't love. You can substitute. You can change things. You can take the recipe they give you, update it, make it your own, do your own thing with it, right? It's that simple and easy and honestly fun. It makes the relaxation of just taking 20, 30, 40 minutes to cook for yourself. People don't do that anymore. The best part is, if you don't have that time, they even have less than 15-minute preparations. Easy, quality, just, you know, things like uh, falafel power bowls or seared steak and potatoes with a béarnaise sauce or Southwest pork and bean burritos, that kind of stuff. With over 35 weekly recipes, they have the options you're looking for to help you achieve whatever your goals are, be it calorie smart or carb smart or veggie, whatever, you know, like if you're going protein loading or whatever, they got all the stuff for you. All you have to do to get in on some HelloFresh goodness is go to HelloFresh.com slash Cox2121 and use code COXCOX21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash Cox21 and use code COX21 to check out for 21 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh! It's America's number one meal kit. All right, Grendor, let's go jump in the guys and jump out there. Oh boy, traffic out here, it is going. There are cars and traffic. Um, man, uh, I'm out of the groove now. I'm not in the I'm not in the traffic groove. But one thing is for sure, and that's. Oh god, I can't even think of a fun, line, funny line. I'm gonna keep going. Uh, you gotta think of something. Uh, Pressure's uh, on. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may One, never know. Two, three, <laughs> three licks. I mean, oh, Mr. Al. Yeah, uh, figured it, it out. Was it actually three licks? I don't think it was because then he he bit it. He bites it. Yeah, that's the yeah, goof. Is so, he bites it? He says three. Yeah. I mean, technically three, I guess, but like it's technically be he's a lot right. More. Yeah, the owl. That's why he's the smartest of all the yeah. animals. Um, back to you. All right, let's go to sports. Wait, weather. <laughs> weather time. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's done a study of like how many licks it actually would take. I'm I'm positive they have. There's got to be yeah. Yeah, literally the first thing that pops up. <laughs> uh, it only took a few hundred licks. That's not bad. Um, the pre so mathematicians at New York University came up with the answer for a thousand, but found out that really it only took a few hundred licks. Dang, hey, that's less than I thought. I thought it'd be like a thousand as well. It says it also depends on the person. So one person got six hundred seventy-eight, one person got eight hundred eighty-one, but they said the average was three hundred sixty-four licks. I see. So some people are just like, lap, lap, lap. Some people are like, bleh, bleh, right? Oh, yeah. I bet how you lick it is the most important thing <laughs> in all facets of life. <laughs> yeah. Also, this last like 10, 10 to 20 seconds sounds very weird. But, you know, there you go. Now we actually know. Just one quick Google search. <laughs> That's how you find out most things, apparently. Damn. They should, oh my God, they should do a new advertisement where the owl is like, how many licks does it take? And then he just Googles it and he brings up that study. Yeah, he's like, here you go, stupid animated kid. Yeah, and then everybody'd be like, dude, look at that. And that, that would, pff, they need to hire me. Just so yeah. I can tell them to do that one idea, and then they, I, I can leave. <laughs> um, so the weather is, uh, we got one for Biddeford, Maine. 
It's pretty alright. Lots of old mill buildings that are finally being used again. I don't think it's really famous for anything, but the annual Franco-American Festival is fun. Okay. In Biddeford, Maine, it is currently 29 degrees with a wintry mix. Uh, we've got a high of 29, low of 28, humidity 95%, pressure 30.02 inches, visibility 0.43 miles, winds at 3 miles an hour, dew point 28, UV index 0 of 10 with a waxing crescent moon phase, sun rising at 7.07 a.m., sun setting at 4.39 p.m. Uh, taking a look at that 10 day, we've got... 28 degrees periods of snow this evening will transition into a wintry mix overnight. Low of 28, winds north at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Chance precipitation 100%. Snow and ice accumulating 3 to 5 inches. Uh, Monday, we've got temps steadily moving up to the mid-30s, but chance of snow 100% accumulation 5 to 8 inches. Getting a lot of snow over there. Uh, then Tuesday, 40, partly cloudy. Wednesday, 31, mostly cloudy. Thursday, 43, with rain. Friday, 30, partly cloudy. Saturday, 39, partly cloudy. Sunday, 31, partly cloudy. And Monday, 34, with more a.m. snow showers. There is a pub. So I'm looking at this town, and it looks like the most main town I've ever seen in <laughs> yeah. my life. You know, there's like a vibe you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, serial killer probably lives here, but also it seems quaint. Like yeah. that kind of thing. They also have a pub that, I'm not going to lie, all the food looks really good it's called sacred profane brewery and tankard i can't see what the rest of that says but um i'm let you know it looks like it looks amazing the inside looks like exactly what i want a pub to look like they it's they got all the the, the fried seafoods because uh, yeah. it's main you know mm -hmm. that be got it but also the beer looks good and then out of nowhere out of nowhere this photo i'm just gonna send this to you there's just a photo of a woman dressed up as a devil and, like, two people taking photos with her. Yeah, what the shit? <laughs> like, all right, cool, I guess. Like, whatever floats your boat. And then that man's, like, an elf. And the woman's yeah. just, like, doing the devil horns. Meanwhile, all the food looks super legit. It does. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, dude. I'm, like, super into it. I just... It, and you can see during the summer, they have a uh, giant open, it's like open air. Man, this I love these kind of places. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, I also see the golden rooster. <laughs> looks pretty okay, but it does have a big rooster out front. I love that. <laughs> uh, they got Elements Books Coffee Bar. Wait, coffee beer? Elements Books Coffee Beer. So they got books, coffee, and beer. I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like there's a whole vibe of... Maine has, like, a vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the coffee, beer, and, like, a weird profane bar. Like, all that is exactly what I imagine it to be. Yeah. yeah. It I all perfectly that. fits into, like, yeah, this sounds correct. Yeah, it definitely does sound like Maine. The crazy part is, is in the area where the sacred profane brewery is. Do you think it's because it's next to the river? Maybe they get the water? But in that area, Banded Brewing. Uh, Bas Bat Batson River Brewing, um, Blaze. Bre There's so many breweries here. Yeah, and run of the mill public house and and then there's just a bunch of bagel places, which I think is <laughs> roughly you know. And then yeah, elements, books, coffee, beer. Yeah, there it is. 
hamburger stands. Here's the thing. Like I I would I would thrive here, I think. I think you would too. This seems like the the like hipstery bullshit I'm totally into. <laughs> yeah. I love I love a good like microbrewery. I'm super into that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, 100%. So, I would throw I would go to like we're going to a different one tonight. Let's go. Yeah. This After looks that like uh, wore off though. <laughs> I'd realize I was in uh Biddeford, Maine, which is <laughs> uh, next to a, Actually, you know what? It is I do not know how far that is. It is relatively close to Boston in like yeah. a geological scale. <laughs> it's like, it is. You know, it's like along the coast. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too far away. I got to go through Portsmouth and down through like Newbury, but like we could get there. Yeah. We could get there. It would take, I don't know if you, it. you know what's crazy is, I'm going to just look at the distance. I have traveled LA to San Francisco numerous times. It is like one fourth the distance. I <laughs> yeah. bet that takes two hours. Max. Yeah, it's probably two hours. Max. Hundred percent. That's the East Coast, man. That East Coast life. You can yeah. probably hop on a train and be in Boston. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can go north a bit, you'll get to Canada. Yeah. I mean <laughs> and then you then I always again remember Maine is near Quebec. For some reason my brain thinks that Quebec is way far north in Canada. That's not true. <laughs> Yeah. Quebec is like right along the border. <laughs> I always forget that shit. Same with Montreal. Yeah. Look at that. Well, Look at that. That's the weather. <laughs> that's the weather. All right. Let's go to sports. Sports. Uh, here at the sports desk, we had sports today in divisional football playoffs. The uh, Bengals beat the Bills. Advancing to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, who beat the Jaguars, although Patrick Mahomes sprained his ankle. Uh, then the Eagles crushed the Giants, and currently the 49ers are beating the Cowboys 16-12 to with only nine minutes left in that game. So that should be a good finish, and the winner of that will play the Eagles. So the Super Bowl will, will either be the Chiefs-Bengals or the Eagles and the winner of this Cowboys-49ers game. So there you go. That's your Super Bowl teams we're down to. Uh, Will the Bengals bungle it up? The answer, yes. Oh, they're looking pretty good. They're Dude, looking pretty good. The best they're going to do is get to the Super Bowl and lose. It's possible. <laughs> it's the best but. they're going to do. There's there's no way they're winning. It's not <laughs> happening. Over in basketball, we got the Celtics in first, 76ers in second, Bucks in third, Nets in fourth, Cavs in fifth, Heat in sixth, Knicks are in seventh, Hawks in eight, Pacers nine, Bulls ten. And then in the West, we got Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Pelicans, Mavericks, Clippers, Warriors, Timberwolves, Jazz, and the Suns in 10th. Uh, and then over in hockey, we got Carolina in first with New Jersey right behind. We got the Bruins in first over in the Atlantic Division. We've got the Dallas Stars in first in the West with Winnipeg right behind them. And then we have... The Vegas Golden Knights in first with Seattle behind them by a point and Edmonton just a couple points behind as well. Look, I'm no Golden Knights fan. I'm a solid Penguins fan. Yeah. That's just my life. But Golden Knights in first means that we are this much closer to another Golden Knight amazing <laughs> playoff entrance video. And I'm here for it. <laughs> that is very true. Um, and that's sports. All right, let's go. 
to our fact of the day. Fact of the day. <laughs> yep. It's fact of the day song today. It's a good song. <laughs> um. All right. Let's see. Uh, this is a cool fact. Owls have specialized feathers. Owls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these feathers have the edges protrude out to dissipate the airflow when it flies. Because of this, their flights are silent, which makes them deadly hunters at night. Yo, that's pretty sick. Do you think that's how they know how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Oh, no doubt. He probably knows all yeah. along. He's just quietly. He's got those sensitive feathers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. There's some other facts I could I could bring up, but... Like, hit this, me with those. Hit me. All right, we'll save, a, save them. No, I'm going to do this one because it's like common knowledge, okay? This one says, <laughs> staying in a negative relationship can lower your immune system. Studies indicate that negative emotions lead to lowered immune responses against diseases. Other studies support this by stating that stress and emotions can adversely affect the immune system. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because a negative relationship creates stress. And anything that creates stress is bad for you because it's stress. Uh, the fight or flight in you yeah. taking off and you're getting all like worked up and you know you shouldn't be there, but you stick through it because you have to. It's the same thing that, well, you know, like over time dudes in a war zone it's the same yeah. traumatic you know it's not as the same intensity but it's the exact same thing where you're just your body is like i got okay oh boy <laughs> it's on edge. okay yeah you're always and you shouldn't edge. be that way for a long period yeah. like your body has that to get you through some shit yeah not to constantly be on yeah, yeah. like short-term stress is normal like if you're short-term stress you know it's probably like you know a few weeks or months or whatever you're probably all right but like it's going longer than that that's not good because then everything's starting to suffer from that so, exactly yeah but uh, i mean even like you can consider exercise stress you're stressing your body for like you know 30 minutes to an hour and then it's good for you so i mean there's yeah. healthy forms of stress and you simply shouldn't just like constantly put yourself through that yeah but like if you over exercise it'll actually harm you like people that over exercise actually are doing a lot of damage as well uh so there you go facts there of the day go. there you go <laughs> What is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. Coveted hot dog statue stolen from West Virginia restaurant finally returns home. What is this statue? <laughs> Hold on. There you go. <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> it's the hot dog man putting mustard on his own body. Yeah. It sure is. Um, the owner of a West Virginia restaurant that was heavily damaged by fire has, coveted hot, has his coveted hot dog statue back. The Wiener Man statue was stolen from the Dairy Winkle in Campbell's Creek during a break-in sometime after the January 11th fire, the Kanawha County Sheriff's Office said in a news release. A tip led deputies to a location where the statue was found undamaged. It was returned to restaurant owner Carrie Ellison, uh, the statement said, investigators have not identified a suspect and are seeking information about the theft. The short statue depicts a hot dog licking its lips and holding a bottle of mustard <laughs> while pouring a bottle of ketchup on its head. That is what it does, yeah. Ellison hopes to reopen the restaurant later this year. I it love is, it. Big fan. I just, the fact I that want the that hot guy. dog has like socks on kind of bothers and me. And shoes. Socks it's got like Sonic shoes. level shoes. Yeah, but like the sh even the shoes, it's like okay, but just the hot dog with socks just just feels weird. 
I like it. And he's I liked, got fingernails. I like everything about it. <laughs> That's even weirder. He, the hot dog has fingernails. Where do they come from? Do we need to know the answer to that? A lot of questions. <laughs> Why does he need fingernails? Why he could just have fingers? I, it's it's again. You're at. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I, I don't know if I want to know at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, but I guess the the statue's back in the place it belongs, <laughs> and that's uh, the news story of the day. Okay, I love this statue. I keep looking at it. Uh, anyway, it reminds me of Hot Dog Man from Life is Strange, but uh, whatever. All right. Anyway, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening or watching. I don't know how you're doing this whole thing, but we appreciate it. Crendor, hit him with the socials. We've got socials, socials, social, socials, youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All one word. That's where you can find all these podcasts on YouTube. <laughs> All one word. All one word. Hit the like. Hit the comment. Comment something. Hit the bell. Hit the 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 like button again if you didn't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Subscribe. Also, uh, you can go to youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor. That's where all the animations are. Where you can see our dumb segments animated by Dan. <laughs> by Dan. By Dan. Uh, you can also go to... Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. We're on all those websites as well. Uh, and you can go to our main pages where we have stuff. There's YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox, YouTube.com slash Crendor, Patreon Jesse Cox, True. Patreon Crendor, True. Uh, Twitch TV Jesse Cox, Twitch TV Crendor, uh, TikTok, Jesse Cox, TikTok, TikTok Crendor. I've been putting up new TikToks. I've been You've doing, been it. doing it. I've been, He's I've, been doing it. I've been TikToking. Uh, Twitter.com, JessieCox, Twitter.com, just Crendor, uh, Cox Clips, Cren Clips on YouTube, Warhammer Crendor on YouTube, and that's all I got. All right. That's it for us. Thanks so much. We'll see you all next week. And as always, woo, to be continued.